To start, you have to know where to begin. To succeed, you have to find your why. My name is Matt, and I'm here to educate and inspire you each week with stories, guests, and interviews that will motivate you to find your passion and reach your health goals. And I'm Andrea, and I'm here to bring you the latest gossip and updates about all things Prime. Whether it's meeting new people or giving you breaking news firsthand, we want you to be informed. You're listening to Driven by the Best. All right, thanks for tuning in again. This is Andrea, and today I have Sean Riker from our payroll department. I wanted him to get on the podcast to talk about the on-road card. So, Sean, what is the new on-road card? So the on-road card is what everyone will use if you haven't got it already to use as your ID badge here and replace the Com Data card you've, you've had historically. Um, so kind of the idea is why did we get the new card? And you know, we heard a lot from our drivers about how do I get money home? I can't use my card um, to, to buy things online um, where MasterCard's accepted, things like that. So we really challenged Comdata to figure out, you know, can you guys have an option of, you know, something our drivers can use better, um, be able to use their, their money and manage it in different ways. So that's kind of the root of, of why we ended up with the card. Um, so we kind of go into the idea of what does the card do differently? Why do we actually make the change? So. Um, your old card you could use at Walmart for a point of sale purchase, and that was about the only place you could use it at. Um, now, as I kind of alluded to earlier, you can use it anywhere a MasterCard's accepted. So it's a credit card? It's not a credit card, and that is a misconception out there. Um, it, it is actually money you have to have on the personal side of your card. And I know you guys all know the difference between the company side and personal side. So you have to have your payroll loaded on there to be able to use it in the manners I'm talking about and kind of what we'll discuss today. So personal funds on there on the personal side of your card, um, you can able, you're able to use anywhere point of sale that MasterCard's accepted. Um, so that means physically swipe the card. That means online purchases. Um, there's even some options we'll get into later about transferring money off your card to other areas. So it's really just a kind of a, just a new avenue of how you can manage your money because when you're out on the road, it's really difficult to, to manage your money at home, on the road, your needs, family needs, things like that. So it really opens up a lot of new avenues. Awesome. And um, does everybody have to get the new card? Is it an option? So everyone will have to get the new card no matter what because we can't support two platforms forever. Got it. Um, we don't have a, a date where we'll stop supporting the current one, but I would definitely recommend if you haven't got the card yet, make it through either Pittston, Pennsylvania, you can get the card. Salt Lake City, you can get the card. And of course, here in Springfield, you can get the new card. So switch it out. Um, if you don't choose to use the personal side of the card, if you don't now and don't want to down the road, you don't have to at all. It will function the exact same way on the company side. It just gives more options for those of you guys that want it. And I know when this first came out, there there was um, some information on like the fees versus this card versus the old card. Is it less fees, more fees? How does that work? Well, the, the plus side about not only more functionality is uh, a lot less fees. Um, ends up being a huge money saver for the drivers out there on the road. Um, ends up being about $16,000 a week in fees that, that we don't have to pay with this card. For Prime? Well, for, yeah, just yeah. all the way around. Wow. <clears throat> That's a lot. It, it is a lot. So that was kind of the, the, you know, the, the deciding factor on making sure that we moved over to it as soon as we could. Um, one thing about the card, uh, people ask, you know, how do I get my money off of it? Some things like that. So, um, used to be on a Maestro, which is what our old card ran on. You could use it for Walmart to do a cash back at Walmart. 
you can no longer do that because this is no longer a Maestro card. But we lose that functionality, but you gain the functionality to use it point of sale. Because what we noticed was drivers, I'd ask them, why, why did you get money cash back? Well, I need to eat lunch somewhere, you know, yeah. buy Arby's or anything, right? So in order to do that, they would have to get cash out um, at, at Walmart or anywhere else and just to be able to purchase that. So now you just swipe the card and it works. One last step. Cool. And then for the the prime student drivers on the first phase of their training while they're getting that loan, is this the card that they're using? Is it the same card? Does it change? It is the same card in essence. So the colors on them are a little bit different, but the card will work the same way, point of sale for them, all those things. Now, So they don't have to put pull cash off of it? They can use it as a point of sale, same thing? Yes. Oh, cool. I didn't realize that. Yes. Now, the only difference on that is when they come in and get in the system, there's a little bit of a delay, whereas if you just switch out your old card, immediately everything works. Gotcha. Uh, where do they? Where can drivers find information about the new card? Is there somewhere in the app or? So in our app, the Prime Mobile app, there is a location under My Prime. In the upper right-hand corner, there's those three lines called a hamburger menu, I believe, for you tech people. I love people. hamburgers. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it gives you a drop-down, and several options are on there. And one of those options says um, Calm Data On Road, and it will give you guys a ton of information. I'll just kind of take this time to run through some of the information that's out there. So Andrea had mentioned before that... You know, the fee structures are different. There's a PDF at the bottom of that page that says what the old and the new fee structures are. Um, it also tells you guys, um, ComData made a new phone number directly for Prime now, and that phone number is at the top of that page. So whenever you call in, there's a little what they call a whisper that says this is a, a Prime driver, um, and it gives you oh. menu options to get to different things. You used to have to wait to get to a customer service person to then send you to whatever you needed to. So it, really cuts out a couple different things and we're an instant issue card and that's why you can come in here and get your card printed and it works immediately. Um, most of the on-road card users out there are not instant issue so they mail you one like you and I have our credit card set up. Yeah. So it tells the associate on the Com Data side some different things that Prime handles so just avoid some confusion on, on that in the phone call that's also. Cool. So, so they're working with us. Yeah directly. you bet. Um, the other thing it shows on there it shows um, the ATM locations. So you can get money out of any ATM, but I would steer you guys toward this area on there because there's a link to all point ATMs is what they're called. Um, there's 55,000 of them across the country, uh, mainly like a Walgreens, CVS, places like that will have them. Um, and they are ones that only cost the $1 com data fee to get your money off of there. So there's no ATM fee, just the $1 com data fee. So is the ATM here on that platform? It's so, Prime? <laughs> Actually, I've been working on this for several months now to try to get it on like, here. It's like, what, $3 fee, I think? It, it's a fee because it's a Bank of America one, one yeah. right? So we do make America's uh, a big part of Prime here. So um, I didn't realize what all went into ATMs. I yeah, thought I I'd just be able to call no and say, hey, yeah. send this one. But yeah. it, it's long and drawn out. Um, I don't know what the end result will be, but it's in the works right now to try to get one. Cool. Um, all right. Uh, is there an app for the on-road card? This one, I... <clears throat> Feel like there's confusion there's several apps out there for com data right so what is the actual one that they should be downloading there are so whenever you get the on-road card you need the on-road app ta-da yeah <laughs> seems so, pretty straightforward but i had so many drivers come up but there's like a fleet one right the fleet advance app is the one historically we've used with the uh, okay. old card platform oh, that, that, um, that i would sense. say most of the drivers have and there's a little bit of confusion on it also because you can actually sign into it and the problem with it is it won't track your transactions correctly. You can't do some of the features we're going to talk about here in a little while. So it'll look like it's kind of working, 
but all of your transactions will show up as a fuel purchase, and then you'll end up calling us asking, why am I buying fuel ah. here? So Okay, good to know. <clears throat> and is there a fee for the app? I'm sure it's free, right? It is free. Okay, cool. Um, what type of fraud protection is there for the card? This is a big question and something we've gone through extensively on here. So uh, we've always had the calm data level of fraud protection. And now that this is a MasterCard, we gain MasterCard's level of fraud protection also, which is it's really good. They're obviously a really big player in the in the credit card world. So um, <clears throat> on the fraud protection side, ComData added MasterCard, and we also added the ability now to where you can sign up for text alerts. And I have this on all of my credit cards to where if there's a transaction on here that, that MasterCard would deem as suspicious for you. They would just send you a text and John, is this your transaction? And at that point I get the text and I've swiped, you know, two seconds ago I get the text and I either confirm it or deny it. So if I confirm it, I re-swipe, everything goes through fine. Um, if I deny it, if I'm driving down the road at that point, um, I'm waiting to read my text, obviously, but whenever yeah, so I do... safely pulled over. <laughs> yeah, I safely pull over and I read my text and, and I deny that. Um, that means your card is actually goes into a, a block status. So oh. so somebody else can't use it because someone's trying to, yeah. obviously. So they've caught it. Now, I think the, the flip side of that misconception is what happens now? Yeah, like what if I need to use money that's on it? My exactly. Card. Yeah. So you still can use your money. So every time you try to swipe your card after that, it's going to send you that same text message. And if I really am trying to buy lunch now at Arby's, I just confirm that transaction as mine and you can... So when does the block stop blocking? Like, so 10 days, okay. you have to communicate, get a new card within 10 days or communicate with us. There's a little bit of leeway on there that we can do, but really the idea is if we know the card's uh, been compromised yeah. you know, or tried to be compromised, someone has that number. Yeah. Um, now, we stopped the actual compromising of the card because your text message alerted you to that. Yeah. But um, if, if they know it's bad, you need to get a new card, really. So, and as I said, you can get them Salt Lake City, Pittston, or Springfield. What if we? I've had some drivers that say I don't, you know, typically get through one of the terminals. Is there any option to mail one out, or how does that work? So there, there is, and we don't mind to do that. The struggle ends up being unless you know you're going to be home for a certain amount of time or things like that. You know, we're really good at, at picking up and delivering things, and you know, UPS will tell you they are too. But sometimes they're not quite as good. So. Yeah. Once we actually print you a new card, if we go to mail it out, you don't have that option I just talked about, about being able to swipe it and confirm or deny it because your old card deactivated then. So the problem we run into if we try to send them out is we're reliant on UPS to really get it to you at that point in time. Yeah. Um, if you need to fuel, even company side, everything turns off on it. So it just adds another element of, of error in there that you know, so we can they, try to if, avoid. If, if we can, at that we point, you just talk to your payroll person and yep. they'll help you out. Okay. Um, so what should they do if they lose their card? Same thing? So, well, same thing as anything, right? You lose a gift card, you lose a $20 bill, you know, anything else. It, you cry first. You do. And then after that, you realize, you know, I can get a hold of the company. So they would need to get a hold of Condata, let them know that their card has been lost. Um, there's some, some avenues that we have on our side. So first call Comdata, not your yes. person? No, Comdata is the one who would have to turn it off. Okay. So they'll do that and then get a hold of payroll or fuel desk, one of the two, and then we can kind of get you set up on how, where do I go from now until I get a new card. So there's some avenues to, to help you get through that process. Perfect. What do they do if their card is declined? So this is a big question that we have all the time. So I get most of those phone calls right now. And what really happens the majority of the time is there's a suspicious transaction 
And if you're not signed up for those text alerts, and just kind of put a plug in here to sign up for those text alerts. So they go, how do you sign up for those? You go through the app? Nope, right. you can actually just do it on your phone. You just bring up a text message, type in, type the word IN, in. In, IN, like in and out? Yep, you're, okay. te- you're opting in. All right. To 57911. 57911, we'll put that in the show notes. Um, for this episode so if you're driving and listening to this you can uh, catch that information there or you can call your payroll person to get that so also within that if you change phone numbers um, we've sent information to calm down they've got originally your phone number but if it changes and you try to text into it and it says that phone number's not on file you just need to get a hold of calm down to update your number with them okay. and then you can opt into it perfect um so if their cards declined they so, or out of luck. Well, the most likely scenario <laughs> is you, you sign up for those text alerts, you yeah. get declined, the scenario I just said, right? You, yeah, you confirm it, yourself. you re-swipe it, right? Now, <clears throat> it ends up being a little more cumbersome if you're not opting into those text alerts because you swipe, it gets declined for possible fraud reason, right? Now, their risk group sends a message over to Fuel Desk, Fuel Desk tries to get a hold of the driver, driver confirmed and denies it ends up being just a, oh, okay. a big time suck for everyone yeah. so, so sign uh, up for those text alerts yeah that is a really really big thing um, now if you get declined though and you are signed up for text alerts and it's not for a fraud reason um, normally it's going to be something along the lines of um, you know check how much money you have the app does a good job of letting you know what your actual balance is so does it update in real time <laughs> it does and it tells you it tells you what your available balance is because as we know transactions don't post immediately a lot of times. Yeah. So it will tell you if I've got hundred dollars on there and I just spent twenty dollars, it will tell you I have eighty dollars left. And you know sometimes some of these transactions take longer than we think they should to post, especially over weekends and holidays. Yeah, we had a few questions about that over the holidays. So you know check your app before you get ready to buy something if you think you're close on that. Um, those are really the two main reasons that we get declines. Um, I will mention one other scenario. And that is at truck stops, whenever it is a purchase that they consider to be a company purchase. So let's just say something like washer fluid or something like that. So ComData has set up three decades ago the scenario that that is, in their world, a company purchase. And not a personal purchase. Yes. So, and it depends then on does each company allow those purchases on the company side or not. So we can run into scenarios where you're trying to purchase something, it's a company item in Comdata's world, Mm -hmm. but it's not a company item in Prime's world, so we don't allow it to run through on the company side. And so I've challenged Comdata now to ask them, how do we give the driver the opportunity when they swipe? Okay, it thinks it's company, and it declines on the company side, but go back and now say, no, I just want to use my personal funds for it. So... The unfortunate thing is, 30 years ago when this system was built, they didn't know today was coming and these options were going to yeah. be there. So, so this is maybe a stupid question, but how does it work? So if I'm a new driver using the card and I have, I want to buy a candy bar, for example, and I'm at a fuel stop, mm-hmm. how does it know which side to charge it on? Or do I get to pick a button? Or No, I wish you got to pick. That would have avoided the scenario I just described. Okay, so it's that. That's <clears throat> So they know by... The first five letters of the card like number is called a bin number. Yeah. yeah. So it knows a business ID number. So okay. it knows it is a corporate card at that point. Um, so if it is a company item in Comdata's world, yeah. then it's going to run through as a company item. Now, wow. candy bars not, so those are easy. Are you sure? Yes. 
We will okay. not pay for candy bars, unfortunately. Okay, so if they have something and it's declining, they call. If it is an item like I just spoke about, which could be a company item, yeah, calling is not even going to help, unfortunately, at this point. It is really, you can't use your personal funds for that at this point point now there's only a few of those items and most of them will make sense while you're out there using it you know what kind of would be a possibly a company item or what wouldn't now if you do truly get declined you're trying to buy the candy bar right yeah. Andrew's hungry I am hungry right now <laughs> get a candy bar um, if it declines you and you are set up for text alerts and you're not you didn't receive anything you need to call the number on the back of, or the number you can call either one so the number on the back of your card I forgot yeah. to address this earlier is is a viable number you can use it, it will get you to the same place, but it will go through the long process I just described, as opposed to calling the number that's on the app um, okay. under the on-road section. Yeah. Uh, on our app under the on-road section. Primable app, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> With our prime phone number for them. Now, our next batch of cards that we get will actually have that number on the back of them. Oh, sweet. Yeah, so uh, that'll be nicer, but yeah. one of those two, call, you'll get to the same area, and find out why is that transaction being declined, because there's going to be a reason. Same as if you get ready to use your, your credit card. If yeah. it's declined, you're going to call your company to find out why. Yeah. First, I'm going to call my husband. <laughs> yeah. What call. is going on? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Um, another common question are why, and I think I've heard this in the driver meeting, why aren't the numbers on my card easier to read? <clears throat> so I'll give you the backstory to this because this has been a uh, like a three-year process to move to this card. So... When you move to something, we use that card as our ID badge here at Prime too, to get yeah. in the doors, to wear around, right? So I know who who's legitimately here and yeah, who's not. Drivers, so, not drivers, yeah. Exactly. Um, so we have a driver advisory board. Hopefully you guys all know about that. If you don't get familiar with it, a great group of, of drivers that are kind of liaison and, and the voice of, of you all out there. So um, whenever we were talking through this at our driver advisory board meetings, there was some concern that they brought up from other drivers that are saying, I'm wearing my card around my neck and everyone's yeah. going to have my, my number. So I'm, first off, I want to say exactly what I said then and it still holds true. I can give you guys every card number that we have. Can't do much with it unless yeah. you know the, the driver's you know address, the CVV number on the back of it, you know things like that. So it, there's not a lot of risk involved. And then hopefully from talking earlier about all the fraud protection that's on there. Yeah. You know, it, it's we should be very comfortable with it, but we weren't at that point in time because it was new. Yeah. So, driver advisory board really had a concern about that piece of it. So, what we did, we we kind of just pulled and asked, you know, how would you like it to look? So we printed out you know, ten different cards and just of varying shades of colors on it for numbers, and just said, what do you guys want it to look like? So we just kind of did that and you know landed where we are now. Uh, it seems like what I've noticed is the comfort level of it doesn't have to be quite as camouflage. You yeah. know, I, I, I'm getting more and more of that. So uh, we're looking at ways to to find out what can we do about it. You know, do we offer the driver the option to say, do you want me to print it in white contrast or do you want it in this contrast? You know, something like that to where the yeah. driver can really pick their security level on it. But I do want to stress again, the card but, number yeah, the front I didn't of it is not the, much. The, the fraud text thing was, a, was an option. So that's, I think that makes a lot more sense. To not be so concerned because I know when the drivers brought it up at the board, even our owner was like, uh, I don't know about this because we take pictures of people and yeah, it's everywhere. But, but I think it's, several it's valid to, until you get comfortable with it, yeah. to have that concern. And, yeah. and I agree, I, I don't want all of my information out there. But you know, now that we got into it and we realized kind of what all it involves and then security levels that are on there, 
Um, I, like I said, I think I've seen a shift in, yeah. in in that. So one thing I do want to mention also is on the on-road app, you know, I mentioned if you have the wrong app, the Fleet Advance app, that it would show it as a fuel purchase. So another reason that I want to stress that we get the on-road app is you'll see those transactions on there. So you very comfortably know anytime you want to look at it, yeah. what are my transactions yeah. on here? And then it won't be, it'll be sometime this year, um, if you see that transaction on there, you can actually, will be able to, later this year, dispute it on the app. Oh, that's You'll cool. just swipe it, calling? hit dispute, yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. And right now you call that number and they'll do the dispute for you over the phone. It's pretty yeah. painless for you. Um, it used faster. to be, yeah, it used to be you'd have to fill out all this paperwork and Pony Express days. Yeah. Know, <laughs> it was crazy, but anyway, um, th- there's a lot of avenues out there. All right, so on social media this week, I was tagged in a uh, picture of the Loves app and supposedly the Comdata app. The on-road card works with Loves now? What's so, the deal? that is one of the great things we get to say. Yes, it does work with Woo-hoo! it. Woohoo! Finally. <laughs> yes. Um, it's been a long time coming. Um, they they've thought they were close a couple different times and had some different issues on it, but... Right now, it is working on there. They're doing what they call a soft rollout, so there's not an announcement on it yet. Okay. So we're, you know, everyone's guilty of doing this yeah. just to make sure everything works right. Um, so yes, you can. Uh, we'll put it on Facebook a little bit later today and, and kind of get that out there. But you won't see an announcement for loves for a little bit still, but it does work on there. Sweet. Um, how do I transfer money from the on-road card? <clears throat> so you get your payroll on your card. Right, personal side of your card has money on it. I need to now get it home. So this is right. the scenario that we hear all the time. Now my husband wants a candy bar. How That's right, he's <laughs> starving. So um, you always have had the option and still do have the option to transfer it off of your on-road card to a bank account. And okay. that goes normal ACH. And we know ACH is if you do them by like nine o'clock in the morning, I think it is. What is ACH? Uh, automated clearing house. So that is a direct deposit into your bank account. Okay. So first step would be when you get the on-road app, you go to transfer and then there's a little button on the bottom of it that allows you to go into that. And it says, you know, it's got different options like set up bank account and you put in your routing number and your account number. It has to go through what they call a pre-note process. And this happens every direct deposit we get even internally to us that we would pay for them. Um, ends up going through this prenup process. And that really just says, is this Sean Riker's bank account? Yeah. Um, and, and just make sure it's going to go through. So it goes through that process. It can take up to 10 business days. And that is the bank responding back. They have legally 10 business days to do that. Okay. So now you've set that up. It's ready. You transfer to your bank account because you want to send it to your wife. She's paying bills out of your normal checking account. So you transfer money over there just whenever you want to. Checking your savings doesn't matter. <clears throat> Does not matter. Okay. You will designate that whenever you set it up, but you can transfer to whichever one. Now, right now, there's only one account available to transfer to. Um, a little bit later, you'll have up to five accounts you can transfer okay. to with the app. So <clears throat> that's a, a good option if you know ahead of time, right? Because ACH is gonna take at least the next day. If you do it later in the day, it can possibly be two days, depending on your bank. So. Uh, that's a plan ahead option, but what about if I need money home now? Yeah. Uh, which is what we hear more often. So I've got mixed reviews from drivers about things like Venmo, um, pay cash app, I think, I some different them, things like that. <laughs> well, and actually theirs is, I use it, um, and I've had some drivers that have set it up and can transfer money to Venmo, yeah. and some of them say they can't. Oh, so the app. Yes. Okay. So I don't know, this is not a calm data, um, limit on that part of it 
this is really something with Venmo. I tried to reach out to Venmo. I have not got a hold of the right people yet, evidently, because I can't get pinned down exactly why sometimes it happens, sometimes it doesn't. Okay. But, but I guess the, the idea here is... Researching if, it. Yeah, if, and if you're comfortable with, with using Venmo or something, try it. See if it works yeah. for you. Or even one that you know, I haven't mentioned here. Uh, yeah, again, it would be their limit, not Comdata limiting the availability to, to do it. Okay. So if you have a, something like that, that's a possibility for you. Now, let's just say, though, dang it, Venmo didn't work for me. What do I do now? So Comdata has an option that's a peer-to-peer -peer option available to anyone. This is outside of Prime completely. And it's called a ComCheck mobile card. And really, you download a ComCheck mobile app. I know we talked about app. a ton of apps here, <laughs> yes. Um, and actually, driver wouldn't do that. Spouse, child, whatever would. Now, the other person downloads it. Yeah, whoever you want to transfer money to would have the option to download the ComCheck mobile app. They will get a card. I did this. I got a card in two days. Okay. Um, they activate the card, and then whatever the username is, and this is how most of these apps work, whatever the username is, you would say, I want to transfer money to Sean Riker, number one, and... Then it you know, brings up the information and you transfer it to them. Those are instantaneous. And that's already available right now. Yes. <clears throat> yes, it is. now, And that is through to transfer to a ComCheck mobile card. Okay. And like I said, some Venmo and other ones work for some and not others. So, uh, again, researching the idea on that, I just haven't got the, the full answer to it. But, you know, really you can reasonably say within a week you could have a card in spouse, child, whatever's hand, um, to be able to transfer money to instantaneously. So when they come to Prime, they get this card, they need to sign up for text alerts, they need to, what was the other thing? That, that app that you just said? If they have a spouse or family member. So they will want to download the ComCheck mobile. A spouse will, but yeah. you're talking about somebody coming in here immediately, sign up yeah. for text alerts, download the on-road app. And download the on-road And then have anybody you would need to transfer money to download the ComCheck yeah. mobile app. And I would just do that right away if I were, like, don't well, wait until the time that you need the money. You better get it set up ahead yeah. of time, because no matter which scenario it is, until it's set up, it's not going to be instant. Yeah. You know, you got to get a card and spouse, hand, whatever. And there, are there any fees for that uh, extra Transfer card? it? No. Yeah. Okay. No, not at all. Now, I will say on the ComCheck mobile card, I've had some drivers ask, you know, is there an age limit on it? Yeah. So, technically, there's not an age limit, but there is in the sense you have to have a driver's license. So, it's part of the sign-up process. Okay. So, there is a 16-year-old uh, limit on being able to do that. But most people want to send it to kids in college or things like so that. So, then on so. that card that they get, they can use that as a debit card. Exactly, exactly the same, same way. Same yeah. thing. Okay. It works where MasterCard works. Cool. Um, we kind of covered this earlier, but can I get money from an ATM? Yeah, um, any ATM will work. Um, smart ATM is the all-point ATMs, of course. And um, I, I do want to reiterate in there, in that My Prime on, on our Prime mobile app, My Prime drop-down menu from the top right, the ComData on-road um, area there gives you a link to find where all-point ATMs are at. Um, and they're spread around, you know, I think I mentioned there's 55,000 of them. They're not only at CVS and Walgreens. I think Target has some. Some Speedco's have them. You know, they're, they're not areas, unfortunately, that are super, super handy to get to. at fuel stops? But I wish I they were. No. Um, I tried that avenue also, and actually those are privately owned. Uh, so by the... Yeah, I know we've had drivers that have asked to get a an ATM out of the plaza, and yet they've said how complicated it is to get another 
ATM. So that's actually the avenue where I'm trying to get the all point ATM out there. Yeah. Because there's, there's some competition issues and some things like that. So a a lot of things that I didn't know about ahead of time, like I said. Well, glad you're looking into that. Um, why is the expiration date set at 2029? So this goes back to the setup on it also, because the way a renewal works on any card or any card that I know of and this one is, it opens up a window 30 days before your expiration date. So our expiration, I think, is January of 2029. Um, what that would really mean is it opens up a window 30 days before it expires, and that means every single driver has to get a new card in a 30-day window, <clears throat> the way it's set up now. Yeah. So I said, we can't do that because we actually rolled this card out at the end of April, and we still have drivers that don't have it yet yeah you know they're not through here various reasons so uh, they said why don't we push it out as far as we can which makes sense um, to where you don't have to get new cards often and because usually credit cards or debit cards are like three years like two or three years for the expiration yes and we had to get with mastercard and get a special exception to do it Um, but there's just no way we could get everybody in 30 days more time yeah and give them an opportunity to figure out how do we do a renewal that's not in a 30-day window yeah because otherwise, what would happen if it expired, the personal side of the card would not work. That wouldn't be good. No. <laughs> All right. Well, those are the questions that I had. Is there any other pressing information that you want to cover? Um, one of the things that, that drivers you know, ask about also, not only the card itself, um, the contrast of the numbers on it, but the idea of you know, the, the durability of the card. Yeah. So... <clears throat> It seems to be wearing faster. I'll agree I've already had to replace one of mine, but I know we use the same ones on the in-house side. And you eat a lot of candy bars that we've established. But, um, <laughs> Stop uh, judging. Agreed. So now we use our card more. Um, yeah. We have, and I'll just kind of give out some rough numbers here, um, we average about 36,000 company transactions, which is fueling. Yeah. Um, we average right over 20,000 personal transactions now. So people are using the card a lot, which is great. That's what we want to do. Yeah. But I don't think we had a real good idea ahead of time what the usage was going to do to the card itself. Yeah. Um, and, you know, you get a different PVC, um, and that's what the card material actually is. So, you know, there's a lot of things that kind of go into what's happening here. So um, one thing I want to mention also is we will be switching over to chip cards, um, and you don't have to get a new card for it. It's just we're, we're going to get ready. Everywhere a chip card works, you can still use a MagStripe, and you will for a few years from now. Even. Yeah. So so don't worry about, oh, my gosh, I just got a card. i got to get a new one. That's not the case. But as we cycle them, there will be chip cards later this year. Interesting. So, and what is the chip? It's just extra security? It is. I don't understand. It just seems annoying to me. <laughs> well, it, it gives the opportunity to not be duplicated as easily. Oh, okay. Now, we've already established... If you lose your card, yeah. you're going to need to let somebody know anyway. So the yeah. implication of it's, I won't say, you know, the, the biggest issue we yeah. have here, but um, we'll be switching over to that card now. The idea for that is the PVC that's on that card might be different than the PVC that's on this card. So even as of the weekly conference call that I have every Wednesday afternoon with Comdata, you know, two days ago, you know, I said we need to get some of those new cards in to see testimony yeah to see is that going to solve the problem immediately because yeah. i mean this goes deep into the idea of you know how hot can you get the card to put the the lamination on there and the, the printing on there um, has to do with durability on it so again things i 
I don't yeah. know much about except kind I just of know concept. I had my old card for like three years and it was fine and then the new one like the it started to not stop started to stop working when I swiped it here so so there's good yeah. to know you're working on it yeah and and I don't know what the answer is but yeah. we definitely have have heard you and are looking at what we can do perfect anything else no um, the big thing is again I think you reviewed this earlier get the on road app sign up for text alerts IN to 57911 get anybody else set up that you would want to transfer money to ahead of time or a bank account if you want to set it up there um, and that's a separate concept than setting up your direct deposit through Prime. I was going to say, so they have the option to load the money on the card or direct deposit still. Right? Or any variance mixture of, yes. Can you do like half and half or a different percentage? So, okay, cool. You bet. And that's what we have a lot of drivers do. So <clears throat> when we didn't use a, the card very well before on the personal side because you couldn't do a lot with it. Yeah. You'd have to write com checks and, and such. So it wasn't real handy in that aspect. So what a lot of drivers have done is I'll just put $50 a week on it, see if I like it or not. It's kind of their yeah. mad money throughout the week. Yeah. And then, you know, usually it just builds into more and more of it. So, um, you know, 20,000 transactions a week, we're using the card, yeah. which is great. Yeah, that's good. So, okay. no, um, uh, if you do get declined, make sure that you call to find out why. And that's through Calm Data. I can't see the personal side of your card. No one at Prime can see the personal side of your card. And we shouldn't be able to. Yeah, that's good to know. Yeah. So when I'm vile, they can't eat Yeah, I, I won't shame you. Me. Yeah. <laughs> Too late. <laughs> Not all right. at all. Now, <clears throat> I do want to mention one last thing before we sign off here is, you know, right now all these questions really go through our payroll associates or myself or some mm -hmm. fuel desk, something like that. Um, later this year, ComData is starting recruiting right now to bring a ComData associate on site here. What? That's awesome. That is. It's great. It's going to be really good for the drivers. So it'll be just like kind of we have, you know, Freightliner, Freightliner and such. Yeah. yeah. It'll be a, a vendor like that that's here and they will end up being the main point of contact for for questions, you know, things like that. So it'll be really nice that's for cool. for resolution and, and, you know, really for them to hear the struggles and, and be able to mold their products really yeah. to what what drivers really need. That is awesome. Yeah, I love having the vendors on site because it adds a whole new level of, like you can work so much better, you know, and have the drivers talk to them in, in real life, in person. So that is exciting to hear. I didn't know that we were doing that. All right, so if um, a driver is new and they've never discovered my contacts, where would they find their payroll associate? So in, in the Prime Mobile app. The Prime Mobile app, how does that work? So they go to my Prime. And then my contacts in there, and it lists, I believe it lists your payroll associates. It's got their phone number on it, their name, and it lists where they're located at also. So we're, we're spread out. We're in the small business units, so we've got you know, payroll associates upstairs in the Z building and downstairs in the Z building. So it tells you where they're at there. I also have a payroll associate offsite in the Pittston location, mm -hmm. um, and then uh, a flatbed associate works from home there so you can't go see her normally but <laughs> but her contact information is on there so if you ever want to know if you don't feel like getting extra exercise bop them between three floors um you know look on there you can call them find out exactly where they are I'm more than willing to help with anything you need uh, if you have questions of course they can answer virtually anything or, or i'm available anytime also and i sit in the lower level of the z building the new building in springfield in, in springfield yes in the back left corner so anything you guys would ever need, suggestions, things like that, uh, just let me know. We'll, we'll see what we can do. All right. Well, thanks for being on our podcast. If you guys have any additional questions you would like Sean to answer, what's your email, Sean? 
So it's from my name, Sean Riker. So it's S-R-Y-K-E-R at priming.com. Okay, we'll put that in the show notes. Thanks so much for being on our podcast. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Driven by the Best podcast. Stay healthy, stay safe, stay informed, and we'll talk to you next time.